spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey, good Monday morning, everybody. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTK db talk radio um this is uh school through spirit is a show um that explores different lives their journeys and how spirit really has impacted them impacted them and i do talk to different people at different modalities of spirit spirit i can't talk anymore guys i'll explain to you a bit on that but i do explore different lives of people's lives of different spiritual modalities and others have just found spirit has impacted their life. Now, each week I do start a show with a small discussion that spirit has given me. And then we go on to our guest. Our guest this morning is Miss Felicia Grant. You're going to love her. Felicia's awesome. Um, just before I go on to what we're going to talk about this week, I just want to let you know if you're just starting to listen. Yes, School Through Spirit is on several different things right now because we are live streaming. So you can hear us at the radio station. If you need to get in your car, if you're watching me right now and you need to get in your car, you can go to the radio station, go to WLTKDB.com, and you can listen live there. And that does do it as a live show, um, just in your ear. Or if you're listen to me on the radio and you're like, you know what? I want to see what that backdrop behind her looks like or see what Miss Felicia Grant looks like. You can flip over to Facebook um, and then go to the WLTKDB uh, Facebook site. You can also find um, School Through Spirit on YouTube. You can find it on um, Twitter and Twitch and LinkedIn and all these amazing places that we're live streaming today, which is awesome. Um, and we just keep growing and growing and growing. So, you know, do me a favor if you're out there and you're watching it either on any of those modalities, please, modalities, platforms, platforms, and share, please. Let's get the word out, world, word out that we're here, that we're doing something, and we're talking about amazing, great things. And as you know, we're always building the station. So first, I do want to apologize because if you notice, my mouth is not working today. Um, and that's because I've been talking all weekend because I ran a, I, I did a, uh, certification weekend for my advanced students. They all rocked awesome. They were great. Um, but I talked nonstop for hours. And then when I thought I was done for the day, I talked all night. Um, because as you know, you can go into the archives and see this. We did have a, 9-11 tribute show Saturday night. Thank God, you know, Nicole and Todd, and they understood that I couldn't see the screen anymore or talk very well, so they didn't ask me to do much, but I did show up. Um, but literally, it's just been go, go, go. So my mouth is not working the best, but we're going to get through it, okay? Just means I might have to slow down a little bit. Now, this morning, um, God, I've been, up, I've been up, and I've only been up for a couple hours, but boy, oh boy, I feel like I put in a full day already. And I was sitting there, as you guys know, I was, I'm always sitting there thinking, God, Spirit, what do you want, what do you want me to, you know, talk about? And I'd realized that I really hadn't taken the time to jump in and ask them this morning. 
so I, I literally went, you know, Spirit, what do you want me to talk about? And then I kind of forgot the question, like walked away with it. And uh, I opened up my emails. And Monday through Friday, I get an email from Neil Diamond Walsh, um, the conversations for, with God, um, gentlemen. And uh, basically, he just sends, he just generates a, a general email to everybody Monday through Friday that signs up for it. And I'm really happy I do because they're always so inspiring. They really are very inspiring. And this week, I'm going to read to you what it says this week. <clears throat> and then we're going to elaborate on it because I went, wow, what a good thing to do. It says, on this day of your life, my friend, I believe God wants you to know that you, that you do not have to wait for wisdom to befall you in order to know that know what move to make now. The wisdom, the insight, the answer you have been waiting for is waiting for waiting for is waiting is waiting for you. It is already inside you. In fact, you may have already heard it and not believed it. If you want to clear if you want it to be clear about the if you want to be clear about this answer, simply write it down. Simply write your oh my god, I can't read anymore. If you want to be clear about this answer, simply write your question, condition, and or problem down on a piece of paper tonight. Then pick up the paper tomorrow morning and compose a calm, wisdom-filled response. Don't be surprised if the surprise if you surprise yourself with the answer you receive. Now, I really think if you understood all the, the garble I was making out of it. But if you understand that, what that really means is so much. And, and people, we are always looking outside of ourselves for things, aren't we? I mean, we always are. Um, that for myself, you know, going through school, going up, this has been a hard lesson for me. This has really been a hard lesson for me. And reason being is because I think I always want things spoon fed. My whole life, I've always known the answer, not being sure of the answer, not waiting for an answer you know, whatever it might be, but literally all my life, you know, at first I was always told, shush, 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 you don't know everything. Even though I seem to know the answers back in the day, um, maybe not so much anymore. Um, but I was that child. I was always the know-it-all child, but co it comes with being the know-it-all child. I do believe there's a sense of insecurity because you're always being told, no, you don't know. No, you don't know. You know, you don't, you don't know. So even though in your mind you're hearing, I have the answer, what's coming out of your mouth is, give me the answer. So I was always also raising my hand, going, oh, my God, I have a question. Oh, my God, I have a question. And they were just always going on. And I can remember getting to the point where my teacher wouldn't even look at me because, oh, my God, she knew I was just, all I had to do was wait. I just really had to wait. And it took time for me to figure that out, that if I just, if I had a question in my mind or if I was unsure of the answer, I just had to wait. And sure enough, the teacher would usually answer what I needed. So I'd have this burning desire in here and all I had to do was wait for it. Now, as I got older um, and obviously went through a lot of process to get to the point where I'm at today, that had to go with a lot of process of trust. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, um, I was the biggest doubting soul there was. I, I, I doubted me. I doubted my abilities. I doubted everything. Under the sun. And I doubt I can open this. Oh, my gosh. Thank God I got it. Um, I was that person. 
and I was explaining it to my students over the weekend. Sorry, I need to get an aspirin. I'm getting a headache. Um, I was explaining over to the stu my students over the weekend because I was that person that doubted. I was that person that didn't always trust my gut. I didn't trust what I was hearing. And because of that, I wasn't always getting clear messages. Not for myself or from other people for other people. And that, you know, that really leads into a problem when you want to do the work that I do. Excuse me. So that's one thing I had to develop was trust. And I will tell you what, it was really, it was hard for me because it was go back forth, go back forth, go back forth. So I developed a system and I developed a system. And you know what? I would really encourage anybody else to deliver, you know, to do this system. And we're going to get to the way Neil does it too, because I think that's just rock star awesome. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what. I started with my, my initial start with thing is because when I started on this journey, I didn't have a lot of trust. I, and I didn't, I, not, you know, my life had really got to a point where I had no trust of anything, let alone of this, because, oh my gosh, I made so many bad choices and bad decisions. I didn't know where to go. And I was never looking inward for the answer. I was always looking outward. I was always depending on other people. And I was always getting it wrong always getting it wrong and it just it wasn't fun you know it wasn't fun the life i'd created because of that and it's not that it wasn't getting information because i was getting information all the time i just didn't trust the information i was getting okay so i developed as this thing i decided that i was going to have you know a spirit-fed life I was just going to walk with spirit no matter what. And I was only going to do what spirit told me. And I really, I did a lot of devotion to that. A lot of devotion. I have to tell you, I still do a lot now. You know, it's it's rarely that I don't live with spirit on some level. <clears throat> I don't always listen to them, but I do live with them. Which that's another discussion all of its own. But literally what I did was, you know, this was, a uh, gosh, quite a few years Quite, oh, I can't say a huge amount of number of years ago, but quite a few. Um, and I've told the story to many, but literally I was living in Hayward, Wisconsin. I was loving my life on so many levels up there. But anybody that knows Hayward was, and I'd given up my nursing career. I, I'd walked away from that at that point. <clears throat> I did come back to it for a, for a short amount of time. But I was living in that career for a while. I, I walked away from that career. I'd had enough. I just retired. I was done. And I decided to move to Hayward to kind of escape my life, run away, hide, do whatever, you know, you want to call it. Um, I won't tell you it was straight up hiding because who can find you in the woods, you know. But I went up there and uh, decided I was going to become a server. And I, I will tell you, it really kind of, it just fell in my lap. It really did because I didn't know what I was going to do. I went with my daughter, apply for jobs. I got there. They said, do you want an application? Sure, sure. Why not? I don't know. Ended up being a server. And I have to tell you what, I loved it. I really did love. I loved going back to that work. I hadn't done it since I was very young. But truly, it was amazing to go back to that type of work. Okay. But anybody that lives in Hayward or in that, or any really tourist country or country, tourist city, understands when I say it's faster, Feynman. And it really is because you're going to make hard, strong money for so much time of the year. And the rest, you're just going to take off. So in Hayward, for me, it was, you know, May through October was run, 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 never stopping. I had three jobs. I was kicking butt and, 
and having a great time because I was serving. And actually the first year was just serve, serve, serve. First and second year was nothing but serving. The third year was three jobs just because my my job burnt down. <laughs> so not a good thing, but it happened. Um, and I had to find new employment. And then it really got faster for me because I wasn't making the same money I was before. But at the same time, I was doing a lot of development. Um, and literally after the restaurant had burned um, and we went on, it, I, I spent that winter going, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Because, you know, I would already thrown one life away. And another one was being, it had just been taken from me. And, and I went, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And spirit really led me to mediumship development, psychic mediumship development. And I didn't know why, but they really, they did. They just threw me at it. And I was asking those questions. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And that's exactly what happened. And I went, okay, well, I'd done the first few classes and they were amazing. They were awesome. I truly, truly loved them. But then it was proposed to me <clears throat> to go and do this summit, this, re this big old summit. And it never been offered before, at least not on this on this level, but to go do it. And I said, okay. And my instructor had said, all my students, if they sign up under this one lady, we're all getting it because you're my students. I went, okay, sounds like a fair deal. Well, when I went to fill out, and I didn't know who was running this. I mean, I wasn't a psychic jumper. I wasn't one that idolized a lot of people. So when it came, other than, you know, maybe John Edward or James Wong Prague, I really didn't know many names, you know, just, it wasn't my thing. Um, I think I might've known who Teresa Kabuda was at the time. I think only because she barely came out, but I really wasn't a TV watcher. So, you know, that's kind of where that sat. So I went, you know what? And I thought about it when I was filling out the application and I looked at it and I said, who's running this show? And it was Lisa Williams. And I didn't know who she was. I really didn't. And I thought, you know what? I, I decided at that point I was going to, I was going to do what spirit told me to do. I didn't know what my answers in, in me were. I, I didn't feel I could trust them. I wasn't listening to me. So I devised this thing that I was only going to listen to spirit. Spirit knows what I need to do anyway, right? So I sent in this application and I went, you know what, Spirit? If I'm a psychic medium, if I'm this whatever I keep being told I am, I'm gonna send this application in and I'll be accepted by I'll be accepted by whoever's running the show. That's exactly what it is. I didn't know who she was. You know, at the time I don't think I, I really cared. I just know she ran this. I didn't know where I was at, I didn't know where I was going, I didn't know anything about it. And I was blown away that I got accepted. I was like, whoa, whoa, that's huge. Well, back when I took this course, it was it was a pretty good chunk of change. And there was no way I was going to have that kind of money sitting around. And back then, <clears throat> I had horrible credit. I had no credit cards. There was no way I was getting a loan. I was in this process of trying to figure out who I was before I could even begin to rebuild my life. And as I was going through this, I just went, okay, well, I accept, got accepted. What the hell now? I went, okay, spirit, if you want me to go, you're going to figure out a way to do it. Because I, I don't have that, money, that kind of money sitting around. And with it came a payment plan that was still more than I could afford. It really was. I mean, I think it was like, I don't know, two, three payments, I don't know, $300, whatever it was. And uh, I was like, well, you guys still have to come up with the money because I don't have that. 
And lo and behold, every time a payment came due, that money was right there. And it shocked me. I was like, whoa, okay. So I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. And then I kept going. And then I went, you know, we, we got the last payment made and I went and I'm still have like a month to go. And I went, okay, guys, well, since you're all being up there, know-it-alls thinking where I should do, well, you better figure it out because I still have no way to get to San Antonio. I don't have the money for that. Can't drive it. My car is never going to make it all the way down there uh, from the top of Wisconsin to wherever in, in Texas. And we're sure as all heck don't have the money to fly. And what about a hotel for a week? There's just no way. No way. So if you want this to happen, you're going to have to make this happen. And they did. They did. And I was totally shocked that they did that. And I ended up going and having the most beautiful experience learned just so much it was amazing and it was really kick-started on my life to where I am now and what I learned after that through that class yes it's awesome to be lived by spirit because I'll tell you when I still do it I mean me and my guides have talk conversations all the time they tell me what I do or don't need to do or you know they don't tell me you have to do this but you know they're there for guidance and they're for advice um which is pretty awesome especially when I'm not listening to myself, okay? So it's a nice fallback plan, plan. But doing what I was doing was getting me to trust what was inside of me more and more. It was inside me a lot more. So basically what I've learned to do over the period of time since having that experience was starting to go, you know what, I need to start listening to me. Now, that inner knowledge, that inner knowing, it could be coming from you. Okay, because you know, inside of you, you know, or it could be coming from a guide, an angel, or a loved one on the other side. Okay, either one. Now, when you're working with yourself, you're, you're working with um, finding information for yourself through yourself. I love Neil's way of stating, you know, think about your question. What are you really fighting with? What are you really having issues with? What You can't figure out an answer to something. When you don't have that clear head, when you don't know what to do, when you're getting frustrated, yes, write down the question, write down the situation and say, I need help. I don't know where to go. Make it simple enough that you can, you know what, you can ponder it while you sleep. Okay, so don't write a 15 page essay on a situation because trust me, your inside knows what the situation is anyway. Okay, it just knows. But what you can do is just write, what am I going to do with the situation, blah, 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 and make it short and sweet. Put that on like the bedside table, um, put it under your pillow, whatever you want to do. Put it on the kitchen table. Um, I think that might be a little bit of distance, but you know what? And that's only because distance from point A to point B on the way to forgetting in the morning that you've done this. Put it someplace where it's accessible for you to see, okay? Now, once you do that, go to sleep. Put it on your mind. Go to sleep. Okay? When you wake up in the morning and you see that paper, and you see it, you know, rub your eyes, get the sleepy seeds out, use the restroom. But take that paper and sit down. Read the question. And just start writing. Just start writing. You're going to be blown away by what comes out of you. You're going to be like totally shocked. You're going to realize 
the answer is there and it's just as clear as can be as what you need to do. It's amazing how that works. Now, if you're not trusting this idea, there's other ones, okay? There's other ones. I love this. I'm cold, I'm, I'm hot in my room. I'm hot in this space. So I turn on the fan and I'm cold. <laughs> so I got a blanket on my feet, a blanket on top of me and the fan running just to make menopause better, I guess. <laughs> and any woman out there that going through excuse me, understands that statement. Um, but with that being said, you know, if there's other ways that you rather do it, if you're a person that meditates, I like this way also. Okay. I really do like this way. And there's, um, it comes with, I will tell you what, a little bit of work before you get to the easy part. Okay. This is a little bit harder, um, or a little bit more time consuming. It's not harder. And what I like to do is ask somebody to get into a meditative state. Okay. And not completely meditative, just a light one. Okay. So we're not going deep, deep, deep. We're just going, you know, just kind of relaxing yourself just enough to connect with your higher self and plan to have at least two to four hours for this exercise. Okay. Maybe a few times until you get it straightened out and get it figured out. But you're going to sit there and you're going to connect with your, your higher self. And during that period of time, you're only going to do what your higher self says because you're learning to listen to it. Okay, so sit someplace, relax, make sure the TV's not on, the radio's not on, nothing's on, and start listening. Okay, now throughout this period of time you're sitting there, you're going to hear things like, oh, I got to waste my time. I should be up doing the dishes. Instead of getting up to do the dishes, go to your higher self and go, should I do the dishes? And if it says no, don't do the dishes. They'll be, they'll be there in four hours. Okay? You're going to keep going. And then you might hear, I really need to get up and do all the laundry and make the beds. And then you're asking your higher self, should I do that? And if it tells you no, then no. It's that simple. Now, if you go, oh, fine, I just, I just want to get my car and go for a drive. Ask your higher self. You'll be blown away if it says, yes, go. Just go. But even when you're on that drive, keep your higher self in mind. Okay? Now, I'm not saying drive in a meditative state. That would not be safe. Okay? Just know that your higher self is saying, yeah, feel free to go take a drive. Just stay relaxed, stay comfortable. Don't feel like once you get in the car, you have to go do a bunch of errands. Maybe this drive is just for you to get out of the house. Maybe it's to see the scenery. Maybe it's to drive to a park and just go walk through it. Okay? But if you get to that point, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm, I'm just going to go do, you know, go get the grocery shopping done. Go yourself. Is that what I want to do? If it says no, don't do it. Okay. Now you're going to find out once you've done this, this exercise. Yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It is. It's, it's not going to be easy. And, and I, I'll tell you what, I will be the first person to tell you sitting there for two to four hours. And I really wish you'd do it for four, not just the two, but you know, I, I understand. Um, sitting there can really be quite work. It's, it's work in itself to sit there. 
what I will tell you though, once you do it and once you learn to do it more and more and more, you are going to learn to speak to your own higher self on a regular basis without having to go into a slight meditative state, without having to do all these wonderful things, okay? Um, you're going to be able to do this more often and you're going to be able to access that point. Once you do that, you're going to be able to do more things on a regular basis when it means asking yourself for answers. Finding those answers within, it's going to get easier because you're literally just going to, you know, pop back in your chair, relax and think, and it's going to come to you. Immediate, I mean, like really quick. I mean, it might not be immediately, but trust the answer is coming. Why? Because you're going to connect to your higher self. You're going to connect to yourself to get those answers. But it does take work. It, you know, to do it this way, it does take work. But there's always the other, other options of like writing a letter, finding out what's going on, you know, sometimes just writing a letter in general without sleeping, like starting that letter going, hey, what am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And keep going and going and going until you figure it out. You know, sometimes that's the way. But learning to listen to this, learning to go within and listening to yourself and finding those answers you're going to find out how much more smoothly your life is going to go. It's amazing how that works. Okay. So just, you know what, start going within, start looking within, start knowing that you can find these answers in here. And the more you work with it and the more that you continue to build this within yourself, this ability to trust yourself, the further you're going to go on that, on that journey anyway. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break. I keep hearing my cat squalling outside, so it's going to be, we're going to have a maybe a little longer break than normal, but when I get back, I'll be back with Felicia Grant here on WLTKDB.com. Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair in Buffalo, New York. Come out and meet psychic medium and host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee, and spirit medium and host of the Ghost Finders, Rob Thompson. Diet Renee is a renowned psychic medium, medical intuitive, and master teacher of psychic mediumship development. Hailing from Wisconsin, Diet trained under world-renowned psychic Lisa Williams. Spirit medium Rob Thompson is one of Diet's mediumship development students. He is the host and executive producer of America's longest-running indie paranormal TV show, The Ghost Finders, on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Roku. He has made guest appearances on other shows, including Discovery Channel's Paranormal 911 and A Haunting, and teaches paranormal research at the Los Angeles City College. Come and meet these two superb mediums together on stage for live gallery readings. Remember, Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair. Get your tickets now at StatlerCity.com. That's StatlerCity.com. Doors open at 1, close at 6. Gallery readings, tarot cards, and more. Statler City Psychic Fair. Tickets at StatlerCity.com.
Two intuitive books, one amazing author. Intuitive You. Psychic and Personal Development by Christina Bloom. We all have the ability to tune into our sixth sense, the realm of intuition. Whether your intuition presents as a gut feeling or full psychic ability, Intuitive You will help you to fully embrace how your intuition works. Let's not forget about Christina's newest book, Wisdom for the Age of Ascension, channeled messages from divine intelligence. Wisdom for the Age of Ascension is an updated and expanded second release of Christina's first book, The Contemplative Truth. Christina has expanded her reach to more light beings, enabling more information to be channeled to you, the reader. Wisdom for the Age of Ascension and Intuitive You by Christina Bloom. Get your copies today or visit Moonbow Publications That's MoonbowPublications.com. Hey, welcome back here to Jet Renee's School Through Spirit here on WLTKDB. Thank you for giving me that moment to go find my cat. <laughs> you come flying and looking at me like, Mama, Mama. Okay, well, I have Miss Felicia Grant with me today. Hi, Felicia. Hey, how are you? Your cat um, ran off? You were, well, he's an indoor-outdoor cat. Wow. But I could hear him outside, like, cackling at me. I'm like, is he okay? Is he not okay? Normally, he's like... He's the almighty hunter, you know what I mean? So yeah. anything from this big to this big, he's pretty good at getting, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just natural. But I was like, oh, my God, did he get hurt now? <laughs> so quick, funny story. Okay. Really quick. Okay. So when I was soul coaching with Denise Lynn, I was on her ranch for 10 days. Well, two different lots, but the first time. So she did a radio show every week for Hay House because she's one of their authors. Right. Okay. So the whole time. Every week she's on this call with Hay House. Her rooster stands outside the window and he crows the entire time during the call. It's hilarious. Like he oh knows every week she's on the call. Yeah. So right. pretty. And that might be it because normally my, my cat, whose name is Buddha, is normally uh -huh. across my bed. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? And I think it was like, hey, I'm missing my time. I'm missing my show. And then I'm like, try to bring it in. It's like, I don't want to go in there. Uh, <laughs> but I so, love your story about Denise. That's awesome. And what a yeah, great experience. Funny. And she's like, just ignore, you know, we had stuff to do while she was on her call. And she's like, just ignore the rooster. He's crazy. <laughs> I, love I love it. So tell everybody about you a little bit, you know, who you are, what you oh. do. I know it's a mess. <laughs> it is. I have a lot of components. Yeah. I'm, I'm a complex person. No, yeah. I, I had a lot of gifts growing up as a child, and I think I just kind of turned them off. So um, so the short version or the, the uh, moderate version, I guess, of who I am is um, I had a lot of gifts as a young child growing up. And I never saw spirit and I still am not really a visual medium. Um, you know, they give me signs and symbols and stuff, but I don't actually, I'm not one of these people, you know, a lot of mediums say, Oh my God, I woke up in the middle of the night and there was someone in my room, that kind right. of thing. That was never me. Um, right. I, I think I had strict boundaries with them as a child too. I've always said, I don't want to see dead people. Okay. Um, and so, um, 
but I did have an imaginary friend growing up. I don't think I ever saw her, but I knew her name and she had a profession. She was a bus driver. That's a pretty good imaginary friend. (laughs) uh, Mrs. Tally and my grandmother, who was also very psychic, um, had a Ouija board growing up. Um, Never said she was, but, but we always knew that she was, she was pretty tapped in, but she would sit a place at the table for Mrs. Tally and, that kind of thing. So I think my grandmother was fostering um, this in me as well. And then um, I grew up knowing stuff that other people didn't know. I was very sensitive when there was a highly sensitive child, when stuff was going on in the house. You know, I already knew what was happening with everybody. So I was kind of in tune with, with, you know, making sure my environment was okay. So, um, so I think when I married, um, got older and married, um, my first husband, um, the father of my two boys, I turned it all off. Um, I turned it all off and <laughs> I think it stayed pretty much turned off until I started doing soul coaching. So in, uh, I left corporate America. I was a financial advisor with Merrill Lynch. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, my husband and I had a very large practice in the Raleigh-Durham area. I started with Merrill in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, wow. But um, so then um, things started turning on um, when I married my current husband. We've been married almost 30 years now. But my gifts started opening up more and more and more. And I did uh, soul coaching <clears throat> certification with Denise Lynn when I left Merrill Lynch. And I started doing retreats for women. I formed the Dragonfly Experience Retreats for Women. And um, I started bringing women together to heal, to find other like-minded women, to just have a safe space to decompress. And that was all before the mediumship really just started. And then, um, I don't know how much more you want me to go into detail, but- Because I mean, everybody, you know, everybody has that where they, they don't know what's going on with them. You know what I yeah, mean? We, yeah. our stories help them. We I thought I was going crazy at one point. Yeah. I didn't know. Is it like menopause or am I going <laughs> crazy or whatever? Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of this collided with, I'm trying to remember, I had a retreat in Sedona um, sometime around the time I met uh, Lisa Williams. Okay. And, and I had, um, well, I guess I'll back up. I met a woman. I was having a lot of physical problems, stomach um, problems and stuff like that. And I met a woman in Durham, North Carolina. And it's funny, I've um, gotten a lot of clients recently from the Raleigh area that know her, but her name is Sherry Dillard, an amazing medium, a theologian. She's got a lot of degrees, but she's been a medium. Well, I'm going back 25 years ago, I met her. So she was a practicing medium, but she's also a medical intuitive and she's worked a lot of um, cases with the police and things like that. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Yeah. So I met her. She was my original encounter with a medium. I had no idea what this woman was doing. And um, I'm like, oh my God, she's talking to my grandfather. What? You know, it's just, it was so like out of my realm, I guess, of understanding <clears throat> but that that was a long, long time ago. And I got certified in Reiki one with her. Okay. <clears throat> and I didn't really take to the Reiki back then and so forth and so on. It just, it wasn't my thing. Right. <clears throat> my husband did Reiki all the time. And uh, he loved the Reiki and, and he really uh, 
uh, adopted it, but we were living in South Florida and um, I was having a retreat in Sedona and I really wanted to get my Reiki 2 certification. I don't know why well, I do know why, because we're all led, <laughs> right? <clears throat> and there was a guy there in Florida and he was too busy and it just went on and on. So I ended up having this retreat in Sedona. I met the most amazing man in Sedona who had coincidentally reached out to me to help me support this group of women I was bringing to Sedona. And his name was Michael Beard. He and his wife, Laurel, had a uh, two stores in Sedona called uh, Peace Place. And I don't remember the other one. And uh, I ended up getting my Reiki certification with him. And I think the reason I'm telling this to people is, I think there are a lot of us mediums that are Reiki certified. And we are, yes. And Reiki <laughs> master. And the second, and I can feel spirit moving in as I'm saying this. So yeah. I can feel them surrounding me as I'm saying that. And um, so when I got my Reiki 2 certification, well, I came home and I said to my husband, we're going to Sedona. We have met the perfect guy. I say we. Um, <laughs> and we went there Valentine's Day uh, of that year. And I went and got my Reiki, but it was holy fire Reiki. Okay. And um, not that there's, you know, a big difference, but I went and got my holy fire Reiki certification. And then I believe, I don't know the exact timeline. I met Lisa somewhere in the mix of that. Right. But what was happening to me yet, and I think this is important for people to know, I think people, I get emails all the time. I don't know what's happening to me. Um, I'm waking up and I'm seeing weird things in my bedroom. And when I say weird, um, I started seeing light energy in my bedroom. My husband and I had, not to get to, we had a very large bedroom in Florida and we had a uh, meditation space where actually I think this Buddha was hanging. Oh, wow. And, um, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would see like light coming in. And it was like, I'd wake my husband up and my husband's very spiritual. Uh, he was a little ahead of me on the path. And um, I'd say, can you see that? And he'd say, no, I don't know what you're seeing, honey, but I'm sure, you know. Right. I would go back to sleep. <clears throat> and then we had an alarm system, which we never set, but the alarm system light would come on in the middle of the night and I would see this light and then we put a bandaid over it <laughs> and the light was still coming through. And then I'm having a manicure one day. My manicure is saying, I had the weirdest thing happen. My little girl came out of her bedroom and she saw a light. Now this woman and I had never talked spirituality. So all of these things started happening. And then, um, I think this is all still before Lisa. Um, I was getting ready to meet with a girl who was from a retreat. Um, okay. She wanted me to meet a friend of hers and all these women were cancer survivors. I'm getting ready to go on this trip and I'm coming out of the shower um, and I get my best stuff in the shower drying my hair. Right. <laughs> so um, all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, there's a woman here and she's saying something to me I'm her mother I'm like okay I'm her mother and she's showing me a bear and the bear has a, like a care bear heart and all this so I get with these two women at dinner I'm like okay how do I how do I bring this up so we start talking I was actually going over there to do past life regression for them because also certified in that so I'm like I'm like um I'm like Carolyn Mason I'm like a rabbit I go from hole to hole to hole you know a lot of people do that though you know mm -hmm. they do yeah. So anyway, I'm having dinner with these two women and I was totally convinced the mother belonged to the girl I knew, Corey. No. So I said, um, yeah, I had this experience. I just want to tell you guys about, it. I don't know. It was somebody's mother. And, um, she showed me a care bear. Like she clearly showed me a care bear with the heart, you know, the old care bears that had the right. heart in there. Okay. And they're both looking at me like I'm crazy. And my mom's with me and my mom's like, okay, yeah, this is going really well. 
Right. Well, well, a few minutes later, the other girl that I had just met, she had stage four metastatic cancer and she was getting ready to get a baby through surrogate. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of these women, you know, they will freeze their eggs. And okay. So she was getting ready to have a baby that was being given to her through a surrogate mom. But she was terrified, right? Because she had stage four cancer. Right. And she leans over to her friend and I can hear her saying something. And I guess uh, Corey's saying, well, you need to tell her. So anyway, she says to me, look, I think it's my mom. And I'm getting ready to have a baby and I'm really scared. And she said, I have a Care Bear sitting on my dresser that my mom, one of the last things my mom gave, a memory of my mom before my mom passed. And I was like, oh my gosh. So... I was getting really sloppy messages from spirit. You know, they would come when they wanted to. I would get, you know, I'm out to dinner with friends in Florida, uh, another group of people from England. I don't know these people. Her mom's coming through and talking to me and stuff right. like that. So I, I said to my husband, I don't really know what's happening here, but I'm definitely getting messages from the spirit world and I don't really know, you know, they come, they go. I'm not clear on who's here. I'm not clear on really what they're saying to me. I'm continuing to do the women's retreats and I'm continuing to do Reiki. Um, I, since then I've gotten my Reiki master. And as soon as I got my Reiki master, it's like <clears throat> everything, you know, just started coming really clear to me, but um, I didn't really know what to make of it all. And I was a bit I don't want to say frightened, um, but yeah, I guess frightened's a good word. I was afraid of the power that I felt within me, and I was afraid of the spirit world. And 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 I know you and I go back. You you met me during training. I still was, you know, still in a place of fear right. of really surrendering myself to something outside of me. I guess is, right. is, is a good word for that. Yeah, and and um. I'm still following Denise Lynn at this time. And I'm out in Scottsdale, Arizona with a really good friend of mine. And we had gone to see Denise Lynn. And I think it was Lisa Williams and maybe Doreen Virtue was there as well. Oh, Colette Baron Reed was also there. And I never met Lisa Williams before. And um, she had given us a task. It was like, um, open up to your loved ones and ask them to give you a sign or something like that. Right. So, um, I, my loved one was my grandfather. I remember I blogged on this and he gave me a sign. He gave me a star of David, which, cause my grandfather was a Jewish immigrant. So right. I didn't get my sign like everybody else and everybody's coming back. Oh, I got my sign. It was a butterfly. It was a dragonfly. And here we're at this hotel in Scottsdale. There's no star of David anywhere. Right. Oh, <laughs> so I-, <laughs> I was really like upset with my grandfather. So I, so I get Lisa's book and I get in line to meet her. I'd never met her before. Right. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And we get up there and I'm like, I didn't get my sign. <laughs> And she looks at me like I have three heads, you know, Lisa. And she's like, well, I probably were on the air and I probably won't say exactly what she said to me. Oh, she I, said, I, I, do you really need a, a sign? And I was like, yeah, I need a sign. <laughs> Everybody else got their signs. And she's like, look, you have the ability to do this. You have the ability to be a medium and probably a good medium. But she said, um, you don't, you question too much, you know, um, Tony Stockwell told me I was too nosy. <laughs> yeah, I'm in trance one time and Tony's like, you're just too nosy about who's coming in and stuff. But anyway, so um, Lisa said, look, um, 
you have this ability. I said, well, what do I do next? And she said, well, that's really up to you. You know, right. I don't. So, um, yeah, so I came home and I kind of sat with that. And I, all along, I knew I had this ability, but I don't think I really wanted to own it. And um, so I um, got a note from a mutual friend that I had met. I've never actually met this person online, but she's a follower of Lisa. Okay. Um, she lives in Scotland, Hazel. I don't know if you ever met Hazel. But anyway, so she's a very wonderful person. So I get a message from her. She says, Lisa. Williams has a mentoring program and it was the first one she had offered. I think Tony actually pushed her to do it. Probably. And um, this is back way back when she took a group. There were 20 of us. I think we started out with 20 and she mentored us for a full year. We had three or four weekends in, in Lilydale with her. And I thought, okay, I'm going to hire her. I'm going to pay her a large sum of money to tell me I'm not a medium. <laughs> Well, just so you know, I don't think you'd have got in if she didn't get anything psychically or, you know. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> She's not a big run, take your money and run type of person. So she, she tunes in before she takes the money. You know? I know. You know, in my darkest moments, I say to her, I, to myself, you know, like Lisa would not have certified you if she didn't have the faith in you, right? Not so you need to have that faith in yourself. Exactly. So, well, you know, I remember, you know, I'm, I follow very few mediums. I like, you know, some uh, Mavis, you know, I right. like Mavis, but I've never vibed with her. Um, I follow Andy Bing and I like Andy Bing, but you know, I would never, you know, there's some mediums, right. you, you know, and that's my biggest advice to people find somebody you like. And, yeah. and it's like a pediatrician with a child, yeah. find somebody you like and trust them. And right. there are two people on my list. Lisa is number one. Tony Stockwell is number two. Really? <laughs> I know how much you love Tony. <laughs> oh my God. I have a friend in Matina, the medium in St. Louis. Here's a plug if you're in St. Louis. Um, so the thing is, um, yeah, like Matina, if Tony was not married to another man, I would probably run to England and be like his slave and stuff like that. And I know my husband's going to watch this later, but he knows. Like, I absolutely adore Tony. But you know what, Lisa, um, not to digress from my story, but, um, and that's what I would say. Lisa is a true friend. Like, I can text Lisa in the middle of the night. And not that I would. But, you know, I had a, I had a story um, about a woman who reached out to me six days after her son died and she was going to pick up his ashes and she wanted me to tell her her son was okay. And I like panicked and I texted Lisa and she's like, put your big girl underwear and do it. You, you'll be fine. And, but I was, I was nervous, you know? So those are the two people that are my go-to, but there are a lot of other people that give you a lot of different advice. And I guess that's where I was headed, but I've had so many people. So I wanted Lisa to tell me you're not a medium. So I go through a year of, of this training with mm -hmm. her and then I decided to get certified with her. So then I entered in, you know, to the certification program right. two months, two months later, my husband almost dies of a, of a bowel situation. Um, I'm in the middle, I'm in the hospital at, you know, three o'clock in the morning, you know, studying and all this stuff. And so it's like spirit kept putting a lot of obstacles in my way, but I overcame, you know, all of them. And, um, and so, um, 
you know, it's like um, I went through the certification process and I say this to people that are listening that have this ability, you know, don't give up because, um, you know, I went through the certification two days into a week, a year later, yeah. you know, with Lisa, it's like nine months and then you're up there for a week and, a, yeah. you know, a couple of days later, I'm like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, the day of the certification, I'm like, I can't do, you know, I kept saying, I can't do, instead of saying I can do this, I kept saying, right. I, can't, I can't do this. Somebody tell me I'm not a medium. And I actually, I did a reading with Andy Bing, a 30 minute reading. I'm like, please tell me I'm not a medium. You know, it's almost like I wanted someone to take, you know, this responsibility, I guess, away from me because yep. it's not easy. No, it's not. You know? I mean, the information come in easy, but at the same time, it's trusting. It's yeah. so many components that go with it. It's if it was just as if it was just as it, it, really, it really is just as easy. But if it was as easily said, it is done to just trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's the hardest thing. That really is just that trust and just surrender to it. Right. Because we're and, used to say and have everything under control. You know, you have right. to have control. You have to have this. You have to have that. Right. And we lead those lives that way. And then we, you know, go through, you know, training. You're told surrender, trust. Yeah. And you're going, no. Is it really just that easy, you know? Yeah. And, and I remember Andy, um, I've done a few courses, you know, online with Andy. And I remember Andy being saying something one day. And he said, the biggest challenge that I see with mediums opening up is the first question they ask themselves every day. Am I a medium? Am I not a medium? Right. And I remember Mavis saying it as well. And, and all these people said, look, good, bad, or indifferent in your reading, you're either a medium or you're not a medium and yep. you say, okay, I'm a medium and I'm going to do the best job I can. But, but I say to people in a reading, I'm not a magician. And I have people that come to me with unrealistic expectations. Like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. I was, thinking, I was <laughs> I thinking of an, I was thinking of an example, but I'm not going to share that example, right. but, um, people do have unrealistic expectations in a reading and I'm not a trained, like Lisa, I'm not a trained seal. No. And, and my husband says to me all the time, it's not about you. It's about you surrendering and allowing spirit to come through right. and bringing that message to the people. And it is true. And I try and be everything to everybody. Oh, you want to hear from your father? Well, let me try. Well, your father, he may not want to come through on that day for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm learning more and more. So I, I, uh, you know, back to the, I certified with Lisa and I have been doing this work, I would say professionally for money. Um, well, gosh, when did we certify 2017? Oh, I yeah, know. after year 2017. Yeah. Cause you certified with my class, right? Exactly. Yeah. You were getting your master and I was getting my, 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 oh my god that's awesome <laughs> i know and that's funny it just came to me and yeah. and you know it's like yeah so i have been charging and and i have i now feel like i just redid my website and yes. i now feel like i'm charging um what i what everybody in the in the normal big league is charging you know for the longest time i don't think i was you know i was charging um 
I'll say it. I don't think I was charging what I was worth, but I also felt like I was still mentoring and still learning and still practicing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the biggest thing that has changed my life in the last two years is sitting in trance. So, um, you know, I do a lot of, um, all, all of its mental mediumship. I don't do any physical mediumship. Um, but I do feel like also I'm a trance healer as well. Very good one. (laughs) Thank you. That's right. Thank you. Um, (laughs) and I have learned through sitting in trance for the last two years now that, um, it's helped me surrender at a deeper level to allow spirit to blend with my energy and come through. Um, I had a funny reading a few weeks ago. I had two sisters and they were definitely, um, and they were on zoom just like this. Um, right. And they were definitely skeptics, but they wanted to do it. And we got through the reading and the last 10 minutes they had a whole list of questions for me. Oh my gosh. And I felt like I was being interviewed. Like the, you know, you're asking less questions than they were. Right. And they, yeah. they, well, that's because like, you're talking beautifully. So I don't uh, have to do much. It's awesome. You can turn me on. I can talk for hours. So, <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so they got to the end of the reading and the one that was the most skeptical of the two, she said to me, and I can share this story because it was beautiful evidence, non-Googleable evidence. It was there beautiful. So she gets to the end and she says, um, can I ask my dad a question? Sure. How do I know you're around me? How do I know you're around me? Now, the first question is, have you taken, have you taken someone with you recently? Which I thought was an odd question. And the second question is, how do I know that you're around the house with us? Now I get things, you know, spirit stops clocks, you know, they mess with the TV and stuff like this. So the first question was, you recently lost a dog. Yes. Labrador retriever. Yes. That was okay. I, that still wasn't because I'm a biggest skeptic of all. Right. And, and the second thing was that spirit flashed a turtle in front of me and I saw this turtle and I said, gosh, this is really weird, you guys, but I just saw a turtle. Did you all have a turtle when you were young was what my mind started thinking, you know? Right. No. Okay. Does any of you, does anyone have a turtle? affection you know no I said well I'm just going to leave this with you I can't change it but they showed me a turtle very clearly in my mind it was very quick so later on that night I get an email from the other sister she said I have to tell you a really funny story the kids came home from school today she had two younger kids the the kids came home from school today and guess what they were making in school that day and my husband said wow that's like awesome and and you can't like make this stuff up right you You can't and her dad it was almost like her (laughs) I know and it was almost like her dad was like yeah I'm gonna show you that I am around you you know make you sick turtles (laughs) I know I know it's just so amazing now not all readings go that well but it was a good one that is a really good one yeah I love that it was it was an awesome reading so I love that. Let it tell us more about your retreats because I know that it takes you it takes us back a little bit, but 
because I want to get to the trance also because yeah. that's okay. that, I love I I love that it's not someplace I've gone yet I want to go desperately but I'm not gone yet but I want to go back to your, your retreats because that's that's quite a jump you know what I mean because so many people it's a jump to go do a retreat mm. it's a bigger jump I think to, I can't I did I just taught my own certification class this weekend so my mouth has just been yeah. I'm not talking straight anymore. <laughs> but, no, I get it. <laughs> just, I had a I had an almost four and a six year old all weekend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I get it. Oh boy. We oh, we can sit down and have stories for each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like yeah, we won't even get into the grand yeah. parenting part. I love them and I hate it when they leave, but I'm like, oh my God, they're gone. It's like <laughs> you made it. Yeah, we made it. So back so to the it, what, yeah. How is it to make that jump into I'm going to give I'm going to do retreats? That's a lot of trust there, you know. To say I'm going, this is my inspiration. This is what I want to do. Yeah. All of a sudden, put it out that I'm going to do. You know, you make all the reservations. You do it all because you're doing it all on blind faith, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're putting out. Will anybody show up? Right. That's a lot. You know what I mean? That's a. I, yeah. I, don't know if you had those thoughts the first time around. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you just said that because my light bulb went off in my head like, oh, wow. Well, spirit was really playing me at that time. Yeah. Um, because it's funny. I see a lot more risk with doing, standing up and doing a, a demonstration or standing up and connecting with the spirit or being at the stomp and lily. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, like fear and um, that's a story in itself too. The first time I ever got up at the stump in Lilydale. I've, anyway, that's a whole nother story. But um, so back to the retreats. Um, so I'm one of these people that um, when I was a little girl, my grandmother would say, Felicia Lyle, don't touch the stove. It's hot. And I would go and touch the stove and go, oh my God, it's hot. <laughs> or I've also said, somebody had two doors in front of me and you open that door, the world, I'm looking because there's a door that you open that door, the world would end. And if you open that door, it might be a field. I would probably open the door just to see if the world would end. So yeah. I'm one of these people that I, I'm a big idea person. And then I jump in the pool and then I see if I can swim. Okay. So back in, um, it doesn't matter when, but, um, I was wanting to leave Merrill Lynch because of stock market was crazy and it was too much for me. And my husband was my partner and I was very in, in a very lucky situation. Um, so I met a, a beautiful woman in Florida. Her name is Kimberly Braun and she was my original business partner. She had been a monastic nun lived in silence for all these years. Uh, she, she was young. She joined the order when she was 18, I believe she left. And I met her through a series of events, uh, in Florida spirit brought her to me. Her job was to open up my heart to, and trust in the ability and the gifts that I had. And I met her through meditation at a local, uh, spiritual center. Okay. And I had in the back of my mind as women, um, I'm not saying this about all men because there are a lot of amazing men in my life, but right. most women go to other women when they have a crisis, right? Very true. Very true. Something happens. Who do you call? You call your girlfriend. Right. And I had this group of people, my sister-in-law, um, my best friend and another friend 
And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be great to bring a group of women together to heal each other? Because women will go out of their way to help another woman, even when they are in pain or in peril. So uh, I met Kim and I had this idea that we could start doing women's retreats together because I was afraid to do it by myself, I guess. So we formed, um, I formed dragonfly experience retreats we formed a subsidiary called inner power that was the two of us and we started putting out the idea of having women's retreats for women in in south florida southwest florida um we just did it and they didn't really come you know they'd come but they didn't come and she wanted to have a retreat every weekend because i convinced her to leave the catholic church for me again once again she left her job at a local catholic church oh wow yeah um we kind of joke about that but you know she jumped but the net wasn't quite there for her and i was able to do retreats without i don't want to say worrying about the financial burden but um I have a very supportive husband and he kept pushing me, I guess is a a lack of better words. So we did a few retreats in Florida and they were successful, but then we'd have another one. And I remember her and I showing up the retreat center. No one showed up. We had two women coming, but something happened. And so at that point, she and I broke free from one another, but I had this like burning desire to continue to do the retreats. So I I kept on with Dragonfly Experience and I just, I don't know, Dad, I just knew that I needed to do this for women. I've not done um, mixed retreats. They've only been for women so far. So I kept doing them. And yeah, it was an investment because you've got to find a retreat center and you've got to put the money out. And you've got to hope and pray. And so now I have a whole process um, of doing the retreats um, saying like, okay, I'm going to have a retreat and I create a vision board and I put the intention out there that that the women that need me will find me. And I do, I have amazing women that come. I've knock on wood. I've never had a bad experience. I've always had great women that show up. And when I first started yeah, I would break even. Right. But I think the crossover, I've had a retreat in Sedona and it was very successful. I took a group of women to Costa Rica a few years ago. And I think I had 20 women in Costa Rica and it was amazing. And then in 2019, I took a group of women to Umbria, to Italy, our last travel experience, you know, it was amazing. Um, but it was a very small group of women. That retreat was a huge leap of faith for me in Italy. And um, I only had six women, but they were amazing. And Mark, and Mark David, my sound healer. Oh, um, someday I got to meet him. He's just. <laughs> he's, I'm very lucky to have Mark as a, as a friend and a supporter. And, um, and Mark came to Costa Rica and sweat the whole time with the rest of it because no air conditioning in Costa Rica. <clears throat> and um, Mark came to Italy with me and Mark was just with me uh, again. I had a retreat uh, in June. I've seen that. Yes. 
And I was scared, COVID and everything else. But you know what? Women were coming out of the woodwork for that retreat because they needed it. And I've got another retreat, uh, Halloween weekend. Oh, and we've had this resurgence, you know. And you know what? I'm doing the retreat. Um, we'll make it happen. We'll <clears throat> be as safe as we can. So it's funny that I find the trust with the mediumship was see today was a pinnacle moment for me because the trust for the mediumship was a lot more difficult for me than trusting you know but in the beginning i didn't i would say i'm not i'm never doing another retreat if my husband had a dollar for every time i said that we could take a cruise <laughs> <laughs> so i it's interesting the last retreat i did in june um so let me stop for one moment. I got to a point a couple years ago, I did not out myself completely as a medium. Oh, okay. Um, because I wanted to, the retreats were so important to me and I was afraid that people would not come to a retreat because they thought I was this weird person who's right. had, you know, and as you and I both know, we're oh, yeah. normal people. Oh, yeah. I just tell everybody, I just have a mouth that God found a reason to use. That's all. Oh, I love that. And you know what came to me while I was drawing my hair this morning? It's like um, we can hear uh, my husband has a hearing. Um, he has he can't hear out of one of his ears. Yeah. And he um, so we have an egg egg cooker and the egg cooker goes off. My husband can't hear the egg cooker. It's a very high vibration. Right. Well, I can hear the egg cooker, you know, and I thought, wow, as mediums, we can hear that high vibration that other people, we just tuned into, we can hear it and other people can hear it. Exactly. So, but I was very nervous of becoming who I am a couple of years ago and fully opening myself up even for the Italy retreat to the fact that I was a medium. Well, now I'm just out there and if people don't think I'm their cup of tea or they're fearful or whatever, then I'm not, I'm not the retreat person for them. Yeah. <clears throat> but I had, I had 17 people at my last retreat and not want, actually a lot of them wanted readings from me. So right. I think I have found my group of people right. for the retreat. And now that I have actually trusted and embraced who I am mm -hmm. and the retreats are not about mediumship. They're about bringing women together and healing and opening up to who you really are inside of you and finding that inner voice. I love that. So, um, yeah. So I think now I'm, I realized in June, I turned a corner again in June. I was like, you know what? I can do the retreats, uh, two times a year and I can do the mediumship and I can do all of it very well. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of, uh, and I got rejuvenated in June cause I had some amazing women that said, you can't stop doing these retreats. We need them. And, um, I, booked Halloween weekend for my next retreat. And I actually have, um, I think four of the women that were at, la at my last retreat are coming again because they beautiful. just, <clears throat> they what, a just night, what a weekend to do it. What a beautiful weekend. I mean, because 
I won't lie. I love, I love, love. I've always been a Halloween person when it comes to the fun and the costumes yeah. and, and the, yeah. the fantasy becoming something of that. Yeah. But I also love the history of it. I love what it's there for. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I like, know. Uh, I'm just, I'm always torn because you know what? I want to do both. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll have to be dressed up for a little longer until the kids are old enough to go, Hey, you know, this yeah. is what it is. Oh, my husband and I still dress up. Well, we've had Halloween parties and yeah, I think what I'm going to do, we're going to have a fire circle. Um, this property I'm using in Georgia, um, you know, God closed one door for me. I had been using the same retreat center forever and, and I'm at a new property and this will be my third retreat there, I think. Um, but it's a gorgeous property and they have an amazing fire pit area. <coughs> wow. So, oh, it's just, and it overlooks the Blue Ridge Mountains and everything. So I think we're going to do, I think we're going to unleash some fun Saturday night at the fire pit. Cause I'm thinking if people want to dress up, dress up. If people want to oh. howl at the moon, you know, and, and do whatever we want to do. I was going to say run naked, but that's really not a good idea. <laughs> so, well, it's Halloween. Anything I think we're going to be the only people there. There was another retreat and they canceled. So we'll be the only people at the center, which will be really nice. And this is on 200 acres of land. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll be fun. And as we both know, the veil is extremely thin. Very thin, yes. Yeah, so I so I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm always led by spirit to let me do whatever they want me right. to do. And so uh, I think it'll be a great weekend. And then, um, yeah, so anyway. I like that. I, I also like the idea of, you know, come as you are, which means dress up as what you really true yourself to be in here. You know <laughs> I know. It's and allow that really, to just come out, you know? I know. It's a great idea. And, oh, and I, I was, I'll, I'll enjoy the pictures when you send them out. <laughs> I know. And, you know, I was fearful of last June, um, you know, with everything going on. And I just, I don't know. I just took a leap of faith and I stepped forward and we had a great time. We really, we really did have a good time. And um, I know October will be good as well. So I love that. I love that. And I still have space if anybody's listening. So. <laughs> That's right. Don't Shameless worry. Sure Come on. Everybody about you and how to find you. Cause I want them oh. to. Yeah. So you. let's go into the trance. Why we still have some time. Okay. Because you know what? I love how, you know, trans mediumship or, or trans healing, trans mediumship, what, you know, whatever. It's really, yeah. to me, it's huge. I love it. But I love the fact how you said, you've said it repeatedly, I've sat for two years in trance. I've sat for two years in trance. That used to be an old way for mediumship where you had to sit in circle for, you know, three to five years. And yep. you know what? It would be a couple of years before you could even give your own message within the circle Right. And then it could be another two to three years before you were, you know, you could give a message outside of the circle. So that's, a, right. that's an older school way of doing it. Yeah. So can you share with that? I, that's a really good point. And I tell people that, um, as well, I have people that come to me that want, um, schooling and teaching and mentoring. And I, I was doing that for a while and I've gotten really lazy and I, um, I'm not really doing as much. I do a little bit of mentoring, but that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are a lot of people that have this ability as mediums. Um, well, we all have it and we all know that, but it's also, um, a muscle that needs to be developed and it needs to be, nurtured. And, um, I have people that come to me. I just had a, a, 
uh, reading actually with somebody and she said to me, I feel like I have the ability, but I don't know what to do with it. And that's why I'm drawn to the English style of mediumship. You know, Lisa obviously is English and, and, and Americanized English, but, um, but you know, that's why I wanted to study even more with Tony. And, um, if you listen to any John Holland, John Edward, you know, um, if you listen to Mavis, you know, any of these mediums there, you know, two or th I mentioned aren't English will tell you, John Holland will tell you plain and simple. I sat in circle development circle for five years before I gave my first message. Okay. Um, Tony Stockwell, if you read the early years of Tony Stockwell, Colin Bates, uh, Andy Bing, all of these mediums sat week after week with a mentor mm -hmm. learning to blend with the spirit world before giving messages. And a lot of people, I think, want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Um, so I did a mentorship. I'll tell you how I ended up at, with trans. Yeah. I did a year long spirit worker mentorship program with Tony after I had <clears throat> fully certified with a medium. Right. And then Tony offered a trance mediumship program. And I did a year of that with Tony. And then I went into the last year, just concluded advanced trance mediumship. Right. And all we do is sit and surrender and feel spirit enter our body and not only did um we do that with tony once a month because luckily you know unfortunately not luckily unfortunately we weren't able to sit physically with tony because tony's in the uk but we would sit right. like this um we would all sit together and tony is great as lisa is uh, pushing the boundaries of what he right. thinks mediumship is so not only that, but I have committed to ever, I have for the last two years, every Monday sat in a small trance group with four other mediums. Um, a matter of fact, today's my trance day. So 1130 Monday right. morning, I sit in trance. And what we do as trance mediums is we just, we close our eyes and we surrender and we ask spirit to entrance our body or give them permission to blend close to our body. Right. And it's just that simple. It's just allowing trance to enter our body. Now we do tape it and sometimes there is some physical phenomena. Okay. Like like um Tony's a master at this. When Tony goes into trance, you will see his face um change 50 to hundred. I've seen him do a group where I've been in the room with him where someone will say, Oh my God, I just saw my grandfather. Or I just saw my aunt or I just saw my sister or whatever it is. Wow. But yeah, it's so if you can get to the point where you absolutely will surrender completely to spirit, they will embody you. Um, now I am more of a healer. So what happens to me when I'm in trance and totally surrendering, my hands will go up. Um, right. Sometimes light will come out of my hands. Um, people see, said they have seen light coming out of my chest or 
Um, we have seen vapor and we have seen mist coming out of Tony, but I, wow. I don't know that that actually happened to me. Or um, I've had people say they see this beautiful golden light coming down through my head and coming out through my body. And that is absolutely spirit coming through you, working through you, sending healing energy um, to people. There are other mediums that will just sit for trance, but they don't they're not allowing spirit to come through their body and heal other people. There are those of us that have chosen the role as healer. Right. Um, and I, that's why I love to do a lot of Reiki and hands-on Reiki and healing people. Um, I forget what that, what was that series that came out last year um, that everybody was oh, watching? Oh, everybody was watching it. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. It was on Netflix. Yeah. I, um, I, I got like one in and I kept getting bored. <laughs> So no, not Tiger. King. No, not Tiger. <laughs> it oh. was the only one. No, everybody was watching Tiger King. No, this was um I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about. about it on my website, and there was a lot of mediums on there and stuff. And it was some of it was good if you got through it, but I didn't um there was a trance medium on there, and she was not my cup of tea. Um, she chained herself to a chair and um, yeah. And she was in this dark room and she had weird voices coming from her. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, th I think that's the one I watch or I've watched a few of hers. Yeah. And I haven't figured out what that is. Um, it, that's, I'm not saying it's not real, but it was a little, it was a little too woo woo for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it, I'm, I'm Googling as we're talking, is it surviving death? Yes. Is that okay. it? Yeah. I think that's it. It's like four series. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I just remember watching the one where it's trance, but it's like they tied her to the chair. They did all this stuff, and then they turned off the lights. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, and even <clears throat> I, I won't. I shouldn't quote anybody. That, but there were um, mediums that I really well respect that said mm, maybe real. But so here's the thing: I would tell any of you watching this that are skeptical if it doesn't seem real to you or it seems too hocus focus. There are a lot of trans mediums, physical mediums touring the U.S. And that's a whole nother call on trans medium. I right. mean, on physical mediumship. But if somebody has to frisk you and the room has to be completely dark. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering yeah. if it's kind of, I, when I seen it, I thought, I wonder if that's like an old school, mm -hmm. old school way of doing it, you know, like to prove that the medium, the person wasn't yeah. doing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Um, prove exactly. everything, you know, um, which, and if that's what it is, great. I guess I don't have a good enough. I don't have my understanding of it isn't well enough, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be starting a trans class here very soon because I oh, want, cool. it's something I want. It's something I want. That's I awesome. blend. I love to blend. My forte is I love blending. I'm oh, doing them. I, I love to blend, bring them in. I, you know what I mean? So for me, that next, that next step is just to go into trance. And I just really want to surrender the body and say, come on in and let's go, you know? Um, well, to me, it's the easier mediumship. I hate to say it because I, if I could just sit in, in trance all day long, um, I would do it like it's almost addictive to me. And if anybody has ever sat in the same room, um, I was fortunate enough to sit in the room with Lisa a long time ago in Lilydale. Um, and um, this was way back when we were mentoring with her. And I have sat at least two or three times with Tony. Mm -hmm. 
And I would say to anybody, if you have the opportunity to do that, because sitting there as a medium and connecting with Tony at Zentar, um, it's almost like a feeling of being welcomed home. Um, as soon as Zentar touches you, and I mean, this is Tony, but it's Zentar, it's like this feeling of total love and acceptance. And then to be able just to surrender into that world and just, I'm closing my eyes as I'm thinking about it. It's, it's amazing. I, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I can't wait because I've, I've had the same experience watching Lisa, obviously at yeah. a different time. Yeah. But that was my first experience. And I was like, I was in awe. And I can remember not asking a question that I really wanted to ask. And after, oh. why didn't you do it? I didn't trust. I just, I didn't trust my question would be valid, you know, to something on the other side or somebody like that on the other side. So now it's funny because now I sit with Maria Celeste, uh, you know, pretty yeah. regularly, three, four times a year, whatever it is, as, as a battery for her. As she goes, oh, yeah, okay. it's just amazing. I'm just in awe every time. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be able to just go to that ultimate place of trust and just... I want to say wing it, but it's not really just like let whatever happened, happen, you know, I guess. So I know. And, you know, you took me back to that day. It was snowing really bad in Buffalo and Lilydale. We were upstairs and Lisa, there was a very small group of us. And I remember asking the question of whichever, it doesn't matter, the people that come through her, you know. Right. And um, it was so weird to me because I remember asking the question and I remember them saying, we've been waiting for you to ask that question. And it was like an old friend responding to you. Um, another woman in our group, you know, asked the question and they're like, why so much fear? Why so much fear? You know? Yeah. And I, I've had the opportunity now two or three times to demonstrate trance for Tony's, our group to a small group of his peers, um, not peers, sorry, but his students. And he let them ask questions. Um, and it was just amazing. And the people that were getting answers said it was amazing. Um, you and I could talk all day on trance. We could. I mean, cause I've, I'm in awe of it. And I, to be able to start that training, be able to start getting that knowledge is just like, Oh my God. You know, yeah. all I get to do is sit back and watch and learn and and eventually get to that point of experience it's going to be amazing I yeah I think it's almost like to me for right now it's like the top level you can go and I'm sure there's right. always going to be another level but for me it's like that's the next stop right so, well we're always breaking glass ceilings and I feel like Tony is um and Lisa you know I just signed up for Lisa doing something um <laughs> Lisa doing something <laughs> well no it was sorry I do I pop in and out of her development circles yeah, and I feel I like I need you know yep. she's doing a I'm, I'm gonna plug for her now she's doing a healing development circle which I was very attracted to so I've signed up for that but um you know if if I would give anybody mm -hmm. advice um mm -hmm. that is wanting to develop as a medium take it slow um, I just told somebody recently, find somebody that you would want to be your friend. Like, um, 
well, I was a bit, I was, no, I was very intimidated by Lisa in the beginning, but, um, but find somebody that you would want to be your friend, mm -hmm. um, find somebody that you trust. Um, I tend to go with people that are accomplished. I'm not saying there are not, right. mid, you know, I'm not saying there are not mid-level people that have trained with Lisa and stuff like, but I'm more like, um, I wanted to go to Louise Hay. I wanted to go to Denise Lynn. Uh, obviously Louise Hay is no longer with us. Right. Denise Lynn is no longer teaching soul coaching. So you have to go to the second generation, but I'm one of these people. I wanted to go to people that I felt um, we're at the top of their game to right. learn from. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you and I start teaching, you're, you're obviously way ahead at teaching, that we have the ability to teach. But mm -hmm. I also would say to people, find somebody you trust, find somebody you vibe with, and right. don't expect this gift to happen overnight. I have been working at this since 2014. It is now 2021. And I still am learning and growing as a medium. You always will be also, you know, it right. just never, we're forever students. I always tell people, it's like, yeah. even the class that's just finishing me with me now, I'm like, you don't stop with me. There will be right. another person. There'll be another more to learn with, whether it's spirit right. or whether it's another teacher or mentor Right. It can be just, you know, I said, I can be standing literally, and this has happened. I can be standing in line to like cash out of someplace. And I'm over here in this conversation. And mm -hmm. it's almost like spirit has said, you need to listen. You need to hear this. And it might be a way right. of learning how to speak or how, how they're delivering their message to this person on an everyday right. level. And I'm like, whoa, that was powerful to learn that, you know, always to be open to spirits going to come to you in so many different forms you know, in so many different ways. I had a lesson, a very important lesson last week during a reading. And I realized that I was setting myself up for failure during a reading by telling somebody in the very beginning, if there's somebody you want to hear from, please tell me who it is. Mm -hmm. And immediately I realized that I don't have that power. I do not have, and I was setting myself up for, so, you know, like you said, their spirit is always teaching us. They're always giving us messages and we either are open to listening. And I believe the teacher appears when the time is right. Oh. So I probably wouldn't have ended up with Lisa if, I mean, I met her, but I kind of stepped away. And then I had somebody email me from Scotland, you know, you need to do this course. And I did right. it. And, you know, I, uh, Andy Bing showed up at a time where I was needing to really embrace my own gifts because I will say every one of us are different. Every one of us connect differently. Every one of us um, receive information differently from spirit. Yeah. So, you know, we have to realize and respect that this is a process yep. and we can't push it. And the other thing you don't want to do, in my opinion, is you don't want to leave somebody. You always want to enable people through a reading. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you always want to leave that person, even though they may be grief stricken during a reading, you want to leave them lifted up just a little bit more than when before they talk to you. Exactly. So um, always a high note, always a high note. You don't ever want to harm somebody. I know even though you're trying to help them, you never want to harm them. You want to be, you know, as um, ethical as possible and um, it's like you wouldn't go to an eye doctor to do heart surgery. Or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just funny because my daughter's heart physician used to be just a general physician. And I'm looking oh. at him going, are you sure? And then you have to think, wait a second, how much school has he really done now? That's right. He have a specialized twice. You know? I know. <laughs> like, his diagnosis is out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, so. I love this. So how can people find you? How can people find you? What else is coming up? Um, I, want right you, I want you to plug yourself now. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, FeliciaGrant.com, which is right there. So my website is, uh, of course, it should be together. But FeliciaGrant.com is my website. And I have a retreat, like I said, it's only for women um, coming up in uh, October 24th. Fourth, it's whatever the Halloween. No, I'm sorry. Isn't that terrible? I don't know. Look on my. No, website. it's okay. I mean, that's. I think it's. A, I'm sorry. It's the 28th through the 31st. I think it starts Perfect. on Thursday. It ends on Monday. It is at the beautiful Alohi Retreat Center, which is in Sati Nakuchi, Georgia, um, mm -hmm. right outside of Atlanta. So short drive, beautiful drive from Atlanta. And this retreat center, it's all local sourced food, and it's got amazing walking and hiking trails. Um, absolutely beautiful. And if you're a little nervous or sketched out about COVID, there are a few rooms that have a private bath in the room. And, but there are also all the rooms are private themselves have a twin size bed and you would only share a bath with one other person. So, um, and they are, they're very careful. Um, I am doing, um, Mo all my work right now is via Zoom, so you can contact me. I do trance healing online. Um, I do mediumship readings. I also do uh, soul readings. Uh, those are an in-depth. Uh, they're about a 60 to 80-minute reading, which includes a soul journey. Um, I also do pull a little bit of cards and then I do uh, messages from spirit. So I'm surrendering and allowing uh, spirit to come through for messages for your highest good for your soul. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's it right now. Uh, I will be doing another retreat in April and um, I have something brewing for next October, but uh, I will, that will be more medium ship training type of um Beautiful. so that's in my that's in my pipeline and um, i love that yeah I love that. thank you for so much for coming on and sharing you know mm. your story everything i i can't imagine how, how many people you helped and were able to go wow that feels like me well you know? awesome awesome they don't get to feel as crazy as they did when we started you know well <laughs> those of us that are sensitive you know we think we're going nuts <laughs> so, no, we do, we like, no, so no. just know there's other people out there that are have this we're all going through the same thing you know and and always feel free to reach out people email me all the time so if you have any questions about my journey i am i'm totally accessible so 
Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Miss Felicia. I thank you for you. having me. This was so much fun. What a great way to start my week. I, I love that. Hey, I, I, I get to do it. I like, you know, I don't wake up in the morning saying I'm a medium. I just wake up every morning going, this is my life and it's awesome. And Monday mornings, I get to start this way. So, you know. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a, have a great day. You too. Enjoy your trance. Okay. Thanks. Everybody, I'll be back in a few minutes. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTK-DB. Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair in Buffalo, New York. Come out and meet psychic medium and host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee, and spirit medium and host of the Ghost Finders, Rob Thompson. Diet Renee is a renowned psychic medium, medical intuitive, and master teacher of psychic mediumship development. Hailing from Wisconsin, Diet trained under world-renowned psychic Lisa Williams. Spirit medium Rob Thompson is one of Diet's mediumship development students. He is the host and executive producer of America's longest-running indie paranormal TV show, The Ghost Finders, on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Roku. He has made guest appearances on other shows, including Discovery Channel's Paranormal 911 and A Haunting, and teaches paranormal research at the Los Angeles City College. Come and meet these two superb mediums together on stage for live gallery readings. Remember, Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair. Get your tickets now at StatlerCity.com. That's StatlerCity.com. Doors open at 1, close at 6. Gallery readings, tarot cards, and more. Statler City Psychic Fair. Tickets at StatlerCity.com. Hello, welcome back to School Through Spirit. This is Jeb Renee, your host here on WLTK-DB. I've had the best time this morning speaking with, I want to say Felicia, but it's Felicia um, Grant. I love her. She's just, I met her in 2017. Just a beautiful soul. She really is. She offers so much to so many people. So if you ever get a chance, please, please, please look her up. Um, you, you won't you won't you won't be disappointed we won't be disappointed trust me um so i'm hearing six cards this morning yes it's the weekly reading i'm hearing six cards guys so as you know i'm going to use lisa williams intuitive soul oracle card deck um and we're going to go with there i need to slow down the speaking because i'm just going blah, 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 blah. again um that is an effort i've been trying to make is to slow down my speech so i don't have to always run a mile a minute so we are doing six cards today. Boy, I need to get everything here out of the way. Move that keyboard so that I can have a nice space for the cards and to take a picture of them. So we're doing six cards. What I'm going to do here is shuffling. While I'm shuffling these cards, think of a number that you want to pick, one through six. You can pick more than one card, though, okay? This is not a limitation game. This is whatever you feel you need for yourself, okay? feel like I'm upside down and I don't know why these cards um so and as I pull them we are going to just I'm going to tell you what the card is and what I am getting from that card today okay so one through six 
shop vault. <clears throat> I'm going to take a drink just because that's all I've been doing is drinking tons of waters. Water, juice products, whatever I can get. Um, just because I'm thirsty. So one, new birth, vitality, and fresh start. Oh my God, that is so awesome. I almost feel like I picked this card for myself. I love this card. I love this card because to me, when I'm looking at it, it's not the spring, it's a fresh, the fresh start, the new birth. That is what is really screaming at me. And I do love that. Why? Because things have really come to an end for a lot of people right now. Um, and to eras, and to times, and to projects, whatever it might be. I'm almost at the end of finishing off my certification class. You know, just so many, so many things. And it's like, where do I go from there? What's next? And I'll tell you what, right now, I don't know about you, but I feel like I am the beginning of a new journey of my life. Like I'm 50. I've been waiting all year long to go, when's it going to start? And I really do feel it right now in time, it's it's starting. And I do believe that for everybody else out there, anybody else that picked that number one, I don't, I'm not going to say it has to do with a birthday, but it does feel like this is the time. It is telling you, it's time. It's time for you to have that fresh start. It's time for you to take the ideas that you've had brewing in your mind, allow those to come to fruitation, allow those to happen, put those out. You can do this. Okay. Card number two. <laughs> okay, card number two is for me too, guys, but it's also for you. Um, it says, no, no. So present moment, time, time to live. I love this. I cannot make this up. Can I? I cannot make this up. So number two is the now card. So if you pick the, the right, right now is the time. Stop pondering. Stop thinking. Stop procrastinating. Do it now and it's funny because as you know people don't know this about me um but literally i every time something comes in or most times because something comes in i write down i write down a little sticky note you know on it what needs to be done and these aren't thoughts that i have to do throughout the day these are like ideas that spirit puts in there so i've made three of these up since felicia was talking because they're just boom 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 and it's telling me now like my fresh start do it now so for this, if you pick number two, the time frame, there's no better time than right now. Be in the present moment. It's time to make those decisions. It's time to start living now, okay? Um, take, take the bull by the horns and, and run with it. Number three, your answer is yes, yes, yes. And I know for once I just picked, I picked a card, I picked number three, and you gave me yes. It's really easy to figure this one out and say, yes, this card is for you. Because in your mind, are you hip hawing back and forth? Should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I let myself have this? Should I not let myself have this? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. It's that simple. Yes. This is your time. Allow yourself to have it. Allow yourself to do it. You know, what? whatever your question was, yes is your answer, okay? Whether you feel it was positive question or a negative question, I will say we're going with a yes. Number four, oh my God, it's one of my favorite cards, and it's the tree card, guys, and it's the knowledge, the wisdom, the strength, okay? <clears throat> I love that card because when I look at this, 
as I tell everybody, and I bring it up every time I see this card, I always look at the foundation of that tree. And the foundation really goes much below the surface. So know that you have built a foundation. Know that you have got strength below. These roots grow deep. They grow long. They are very much under the surface. And they are reaching out. You've built a very strong trunk, but that is going to have no problem holding your foundation. And it's time for you just to let that tree to go out, the tree of knowledge, wisdom and strength, and just allow yourself to have it because you really are a pure channel of energy and wisdom and know that you have the foundation of strength to, to overcome anything, okay? Number four, or number five, actually, sorry. Number five is the health card. Health matters, diet, exercise, giving the body all that it needs. You like that card? This card always scares me. I don't even know why, but it does. Okay, and I'm not saying it should scare you. I think it's because health scares me generally. Um, only because I'm not the exercise person. So every time I hear health, and granted, I spent 21 years being a nurse, but every time I hear the word health, I think of a treadmill. <laughs> Maybe that's not it. But I'm telling you what, if you pick number five, this really is your time to think about, like really start considering your diet and your exercise routine. Think about healthier ways to be. Now, I'm not saying you got to drop 200 pounds or anything like that. It just means be healthy. It means, you know what, this is your day to stop, open up the refrigerator and say, you know, what is in here that is healthy for me to snack on? Do I have a snicker bar in there or do I have a carrot? Okay, and which one is your better option? Know that the better you're taking care of this, the better this and everything else is going to be. The last card of the day for these is the commitment card, being true to yourself and others and committing to yourself, power, and knowledge. The commitment card. And I do love that card <clears throat> on a lot of different levels, okay, guys? And when I do, got that, I just look at the card and I really I want to cry. I really do. Um, reason being is it, this is your time for you to look at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, embrace who you are, accept who you are, embrace it, commit to it. You are beautiful. And if you are, that card, number six card is telling me for you to, to understand that and commit to yourself, okay? Commit and trust yourself. There is nobody else on this earth that you can trust more than you can trust you, okay? So if you pick number six, go with that card of the commitment card because I think it's it's a great way of thinking. Okay. I'm going to pull one more card. I'm seeing the, it's the Divine Feminine Oracle card deck. Um, I don't know why. I feel like I need to pull one from here. So we're going to do it. Just going to shuffle in. It's going to be like a clarifying card. It's not usually a deck I go to for this, but you know what? It's been a while. Uh, maybe it's in the art, you know, the Honor of Felicia. Um, and her women groups, her women retreats, I don't know. But the Deline Feminine is all about feminine ladies. So, or the feminine energies. So let's do this. Boy, they give me one. I'm, I remember I'm, I'm practicing my, my words. Anana, the queen of heaven and earth. I have nothing to hide. I see and accept all that I am. Wow. Wow. Pretty powerful, huh? That's awfully, awfully powerful right there. Um, 
I think that card really is just in self-expression for what it is. And I'm going to leave it with that. How's that? I'm going to take a picture of this spread um, as it is the individual cards. Uh, let me just take a picture really quick. Let me bring this up quick. Um, we're going to go over this. The spring card, excuse me, was number one. It's really about new birth, uh, fresh start. It's your time to do this. You know, number two was now. What time is it doing? Time to do it now. Okay. No time to waste. Time to just get on it. Live, live your life. Number three was the yes card. The yes card being your answer is yes, it is. Four was the tree card, which is that, you know, that strong foundation, the strong foundation. Know that you have the knowledge of the wisdom and the strength to go about your life and what you need to do. Number five was the health card. It really is time for you to start looking at your health, your vitality, seeing what you need for yourself. The sixth was the commitment card. Embrace who you are. Embrace who you are. Nobody else is going to do it. And really, if people aren't going to accept who you are, then I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Piss on them. You know what? Because you're beautiful and you're awesome the way you are. The clarification card was Inanna. Inanna. I hope I said the Inanna. Um, my, my super, my, I'm a supervisor. My, my producer. He's laughing. Like, I can say that. There you go. I can say that. Um, but it is, I have nothing to hide. I see and accept all that I am. Not changing it for anybody but me, guys. Not changing it for anybody but me. And that's when I decide if I need to change it, okay? And I know that if I need to change something, Spirit's going to give it to me. Point blank, that's it. So let's look at a few things here. Um, do, do, do. Like that. I, I make, I've been making these noises all weekend. Do, do, do. Um, okay, I need to pick up my picture. And go from there so that I can tell everybody the schedule for what I know it to be. <laughs> okay. Because we all know I don't always know what the schedule is, but I sure do do a good job of trying to make it up. Okay. If nothing else in life, that's what I do. And now everything seems to be backwards in my phone, which is really weird. It also doesn't help that I've been taking funky pictures of myself with fat cats and chit chat. Snapchats. Okay, so and Tanya, if you can put Christina's uh, information up there and the time of her show, I would appreciate it. Okay, so we start every Monday morning with myself here, Diet Renee on School Through Spirit. That is from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I love my show. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'll tell you what, I can't. I can't get enough of it. I really do truly love it. This evening we are open. I do. There is rumors. There's rumors, and I'm going to accept the rumors, even though it hasn't happened. Because I heard it come out of Missy's mouth, coming back to Monday evenings, they're just reformatting, re-coming back out, and I can't wait to announce when they are going to be here. Now, starting tomorrow. It's tomorrow, right, Todd? Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Oh my God! Yes, brand new show tomorrow morning. My friend Christina Bloom. She is starting her show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. The show is Be the Change. Okay? Jump on. You're going to love her. She's really amazing. Tomorrow night, then, we go on to 7 Central Standard Time, and it's New Bridge Radio with Kevin Mackey. Right after that, at 8 Central Standard Time, is Haunted Voices, and that is with Todd Bates. 
Paranormal Pete with Pete Orea is on right after that at 10 Central Standard Time. Uh, uh, then we go on to Thursdays. Wednesday nights are open, guys. So if you want to show, there you go. Wednesday nights is the Afterline, um, Afterline, Afterlife Chronicles. That's with Nicole Strickland. She's on 8 Central Standard Time every Thursday. And Friday, we run it up with Rennie Rodriguez. And she is Secrets Within at 8 Central Standard Time. All amazing, amazing, amazing shows. And as always, if you want your own show, if you have something to say, please, please, please jump on the bandwagon. Go to the station website, and it's www.ltktv.com. It's real easy. It's up on the screen at all times. Send the, you know, send, um, I keep calling him my boss, but send me, you, you're my boss today, Todd. You're my boss. He'll love to hear that. Um, <laughs> sending my producer Todd an email and he would love to bring you on as a show because I'll tell you what the station is growing we're growing steadily um, as you know it's just beautiful as we're coming up in things okay so if you want your own show jump in we got slots left we got some morning slots we got some evening slots you know what we'll make hey if you want a Saturday slot I'll make I'll make sure Todd wakes up early for you how's that sound <laughs> I'm going to get I'm going to get chewed out for that one, but you never know. Maybe the Saturday morning slots open. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a great it's a great fun. And if you want to advertise with us, oh my gosh, it's another great way to advertise. It's inexpensive, and a day and age when you know what we're starting to open up a little bit. Inexpensive is nice, and you know Todd is great at helping you. You just give him what you want, and he's going to do the rest for you. Okay. Now, next week, I do have Miss Kelly Cornelius on with me, another great. She is a local from Wisconsin. You're going to love coming in, bringing her story. She's amazing, 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 amazing. Now, where are we going to go from here? We're going to go to a podcast form, aren't we? Know it. Do, 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 do. As soon as my show is done, Todd is going to take this very much live show and flip it into a podcast format. A podcast, you will be able to find this on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbeam, um, Audible, Amazon Music, YouTube. Oh my gosh, the list just keeps seems going on and on. And I know I missed a few, but that's okay because I know you'll catch up and tell me what they are. But I'd like to thank you all for coming in today and joining with me. I think it's amazing. I love it. Know that I have got more live reading shows coming up. Not today, not tomorrow, but soon. Okay? Um, so make sure when we put post those out, show up. Enjoy. Ask your questions. We'll all be here for those. Okay? So this has been Jet Renee this morning on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com.